Welcome to the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Kara, the podcast for Central Floridians who want to be in the know on what's happening in Orange, Lake, Osceola, and Seminole counties. Sponsored by the Central Florida Home Brewers, the premier craft and homebrew club. Learn to brew beer, kombucha, mead, or make wine. Visit www.cfhb.org. Now, here's your host, Mike Kara. Well, welcome back to our next edition of the Mike Kara Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, as today we are at the El Camino School of Music Repair and Technology. And with me today is the uh, owner and president of El Camino School, um, Mr. John Thiessen. And John, it's a pleasure and honor that you could join me today and tell us all about your great school, that this is about uh, guitar repair, this is about uh, speaker repair. I know you have a class. Class on building a guitar, but this is also about you know tech, music technicians and getting a new you know generation of roadies. As you've been mentioning, there's there's so much involved. So first of all, John, so you started th- this. Tell us a little bit about why you started th- this and a little bit about the school. Okay, first of all, thank you, Mike, for having me on the show, and thank you for uh, coming to the school to be live sure. uh, with everybody. Uh, so the school was opened in October 2019. Uh, we opened it because we wanted to give uh we felt there was a lack in uh some of the education programs some of the schools we wanted to offer something different to our community and also be a supporter of our community to build a culture around music and music therapy music healing and just the uh, community that those things breed so we had mentioned that uh, you have a variety of you know different classes. So you know, starting this school, were you familiar of what classes you needed to start and what subjects needed to be you know taught here? Or? Well, we did base the school on uh, the idea of a guitar tech program and starting to build more tech-based, trade-based uh, programs around music. Uh, there are many schools that handle you know, recording, uh, producing, those types of things, but not a lot of schools that deal with the trades. And there, there are formal luthier schools in the country, but we are the only school in America that has a six-week program that specifically focuses on guitar techs and building that next elite uh, generation of, of like I said, those elite roadies the school and the classes uh, expand every day into what we do offer but we had a pretty good idea walking in what we wanted to do as i said we do have a six-week course but we also have a lot of weekend courses more geared towards hobbyists where they can come in learn how to care and maintain their instrument um, how to build an amplifier over the course of a few days learn how to build a guitar over the course of a few days so we really wanted to uh, strengthen there's a lot of great musicians especially in central florida but we wanted to strengthen their uh, knowledge of how their instruments work and the inner workings of them. Wow. So you mentioned that you have a variety of classes. And one of the things is when we're touring this school, it's very hands on. And one of the things is that, you you know, people have their own workstations and they they really have the opportunity to to get kind of w- with the, the the equipment and be able to, you know, you know, repair it then, huh? Yeah, uh, 
if you take our course, our trade room, which is one of the many uh, parts of the facility, uh, we're the part that we're the most proud of. Uh, it is a eight workstation. So all of our classes are, there's not 50 or 100 people in there trying to take a long seminar like it was when I went to college. Uh, it is eight people in a very uh, intimate one-on-one environment. Uh, everybody who takes a class here gets their own workstation, all the tools. So you don't have to bring anything with you when you take a course here. We have soldering kits, uh, you know, except pull down power. So everybody has everything that they need to take a course to learn. So you can basically walk in with no prior knowledge of how to solder, how an amp works, how a guitar works. And over the course of our, either our two day, one day, two day or six week course, you will learn a lot more than you did. Uh, you will know, you know, 50 to 100 percent more than you did when you walked in. So do you divide it, John, by like beginner's course, intermediate, advanced? I mean, do you have like refresher courses, you know, based on the level of experience? So somebody who knows the the stuff that just wants to kind of, you know, get reacquainted with it, you have more like intermediate classes or... Well, for instance, the uh, the amp class is an example. Um, we have a, uh, the, the intro amp building class is a, is a two-day course, and you build a five-watt tube amp. Now, that is a very basic uh, kind of starter amp to, to, uh, to build. Then from then, we have a follow-up course that is a 12-watt tube amp, which is uh, more complex. So our goal would be that if you took that intro course, you would then kind of progress or graduate to the next level. We also have, <coughs> excuse me, at the school we do have music lessons but we also have individual one-on-one lessons where you can learn how to do repair so maybe if one of these courses that we offer is not specifically uh, focused on what you want to learn uh, we do have the ability to partner you with our master luthier john rainey in-house and come in on a weekly basis take for about an hour a time and learn uh, elements of the trade that are more specific to what you want to do so even if i don't have a full class worth of people wanting to do refresh or some very specific uh, luthier trade uh, kind of thing, uh, you can come in and take a one-on-one lesson. Very same way we, you could do a music lesson here of taking piano lessons or taking guitar lessons. You could come in and take one-on-one luthier lessons and learn uh, a deeper understanding of the trade in a uh, more work-at-your-own-pace environment. And John, as you mentioned that, I'm sure you have, you know, students of different ages, different situations. As you mentioned that you have, you know, students that are going, you know, using this more as a trade school, going into guitar tech, and then just people that want to learn this stuff. So, I mean, you have a lot of different people with uh, different purposes then to take these classes, huh? Yes, yeah, so we have uh, also because of our, mu- we also have a music therapy program. Um, we have a board certified music therapist on staff that uh, deals specifically with uh, autistic and ADHD children. So on any given day, we can have a three-year-old autistic child in, in the facility. We could ha- we have a 73-year-old gentleman taking ukulele lessons. We have 17-year-olds and, 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 and beyond taking our trade-based programs. So it is an all-ages facility. Um, as long as you are responsible or you have a parent or guardian that feels you're responsible, you can come take any of our courses. We, do, we certainly don't want to let five-year-olds use soldering equipment. But as long as you're of an age that your parents feel comfortable and you feel comfortable with taking the course and signing the waivers and, and, and doing that, um, we had uh, for our first class, we had, you know, a 17 year old young lady uh, building her very first guitar. We, you know, it's men, women, whoever uh, you, you can come here. It's accessible for everybody. We were also uh, several weeks ago, the home 
of the Orlando Ladies Rock Camp, which was a two-day rock camp for ladies. And this summer, we will have the Orlando Girls Rock Camp, which is a week-long summer camp program for young ladies. So we, as I said earlier, want to respond to the needs of our community and also be a facility that supports the community. And and many people cannot get this kind of access through a, let's say, a retail shop or other types of music schools. And so we really just want to expand that learning. Our our logo is El Camino School, which literally means the path. And our slogan is create your own path at El Camino School. So no matter if it's on an event, a a meetup or music therapy or anything, we want to build greater bonds around the conversation. commonality of music so you're talking about you know el camino school as a trade as a trade school so if somebody is interested in that then they take a certain amount of classes i mean they take several classes i mean is it is it almost a full-time situation or part-time situation or so the Guitar Tech Program, which is the first, uh, we have a program, uh, the overarching program is called Tour Tech Development, Touring Tech Development, and we are going to have several things that fall under that. Guitar Tech is the first one we're rolling out this summer. That is a six-week course. So all these one-day and two-day weekend courses, that's more of an a la carte thing that hobbyists can do and people that have limited time um, with their, their daily schedule, they can come in and take those courses. But the what we call the college alternative real trade course is a six week course. It's six weeks for $6,000. And that is a Monday through Friday course that is launching this summer. So uh, even today I got a call. So as uh, the kids, uh, I say kids, but young adults are graduating high school in May. Uh, the course kicks off on June 8th and it goes throughout six weeks of the summer. So it does fit into that transition period. And our goal is that if somebody could graduate and take our course, that due to the job placement and the connections we have, we could help them by the time the summer is up, they could be instead of going to college or doing something else, they could they could find a a career, a find a job either on a tour or at another kind of job that would support that, be it at Blue Man Group, one of the theme parks, working for a store, doing their own things. But they would have enough skill and knowledge to really get out there in the road crew and on on a tour to start building their next uh, their next career. And with these students, John, do you see, you know, a lot of these uh, kids or young adults rather uh, with a lot of a lot of uh, music experience? Or I mean, a more I don't want to say passion, but I mean, you probably see a blend of uh, of these uh, students that, you know, are planning this have been planning this since, like I said, they're five years old. And then others that really have an interest, they're kind of new at it then or. I would think that uh, because the music industry, and this is a reason we started the school, the music industry in general from the touring side is a very insulated thing. Uh, there's not – it's a very uh, – the, you know, they keep their own their own rules. They keep their own thing, and it's very hard to break into. You have to know somebody, and, and so we're a vetting agency for them now. Uh, many of these people that are in the touring industry uh, for a plethora of tech jobs in, uh, on a touring uh, – you know be it a major label tour or even a small tour, there is not a real course or real career path to get in there other than knowing somebody and kind of falling into it. So we're trying to standardize some of that learning. And so many of the kids, this is the first time they're hearing about it. They are handy. Many of the children that we talk to on a daily basis, they, uh, are tinkerers. They work on either they were going to be an auto mechanic or they were going to be an electrician. They were going to be a a tradesman of some kind. And 
we want kids to continue in this day and age, especially in America, to continue working with their hands. You know, we ship everything overseas. Um, you know, that's great to lower our, the cost of things, but it's not good for the people who live in America to learn formal skills. And so there's nothing wrong with being a plumber or electrician or an HVAC AC repair guy. But we're trying to take the same uh, the same kids that would be a tinkerer and become a tradesman and help them uh, cultivate their passion further for music. We also get a lot of people that are musicians themselves. But just because you're a guitar player and you're very seasoned as a guitar player or a musician doesn't mean that you know anything about how the actual instrument works, how it's set up, how to do any sort of repair to your instrument. And so if you think about a kid that wanted to be a professional baseball player, he probably knew, learned how to oil his glove and he learned what it took. Um, we're not trying to make the next generation of rock stars. Uh, we are trying to give people a true career path uh, for a we- very, very well-paying uh, uh, job. And you mentioned about repairs. So, I mean, do you get students that take these repair courses because they figure, oh, I'll just re- repair my guitar myself and save the money? I mean, does that, that happen? Or Well, uh, even one of our courses, it's an introductory course. It's called uh, Guitar Care and Feeding. And that's exactly what happens. You bring in your own instrument. You learn how to set up your own instrument. And you learn how to do basic care and maintenance to your own instrument. So the ultimate uh, goal would be that you would not need to take Uh, for a minor thing like a a truss rod adjustment or a restring, you would know enough to be able to do that yourself. Now, if you did some major damage to your instrument, you'd probably want to still seek out a, a, you know, a seasoned professional to do that. But it at least gets you a little bit more involved in your instrument. We find even with typical music lessons, when I was 12 and I started guitar lessons, they taught me chords and scales and they taught me how to play the instrument, but they never taught me... uh, Again, how uh, living in Florida and how the humidity affects the instrument, how to restring the instrument. You know, they might have might have taught me how to tune it, but tuning it and restringing it and adjusting it are, t- are many different things. So it's not built into the learning of most music programs. You learn how to play the instrument. You don't learn how to care for the instrument. And we feel here at El Camino School that those two things go hand in hand. Okay, John, we're going to take a quick break and we will be back. My guest today is John Thiessen from the El Camino School of Music Repair and Technology. And you're listening to the Mike Cara radio show, the Central Florida Buzz, as we are here at the El Camino School of Music Repair and Technology at 5066 Edgewater Drive in beautiful Orlando, Florida. And please stay with us for our next segment of this edition of our program today. Well, welcome back to our next segment of this edition of the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, as today we are at the El Camino School of Music Repair and Technology at 5066 Edgewater Drive in beautiful Orlando, Florida. With me today is John Thiessen, who is the president and owner of El Camino School. And uh, John, pleasure and honor you could uh, join us here at uh, El Camino School. It's uh, really great. And we've been talking a lot about, you know, guitar repair and guitar techs, but we want to expand. I know you do a lot of different things. So tell us about some of the, the other things and other classes and all that. Well, as I said, we do have the six-week program. We do have the uh, two, one- and two-day courses that are, come from everything from pedal building, guitar building, amp building. We are also going to be expanding the program, the Touring Tech Development course, to drum tech and other uh, tech uh, functions within a, an active uh, 
uh, industry tour. But the school, as I said, is a community-based venue, and we want to respond to the needs of our community. We are blessed with a, a very large facility over here on Edgewater, and we're kind of left to our own devices. So uh, the great thing about being your own owner and your own boss is you can uh, respond to the needs of the community and make decisions very quickly. Uh, unlike what you could maybe do in a more corporate environment. Uh, we are sitting here today in the lecture hall of the uh, El Camino School. Uh, at this, In this lecture hall, we do everything from local art nights. Uh, we do have a background, and we, from day one, uh, have put local artists up on the wall, or Orlando-based artists. They uh, Many of these artists have, have gone far beyond Orlando, but they are uh, you know raised here, and they are from here. Um, so we do support local art, and we do have local art on the wall surrounding us right now. We have uh, gallery shows throughout the month um, and throughout the year. We also do a event called the Songwriter Swap Meet, which is the first Monday of every month. It is a songwriter incubator where songwriters get together. They sign up in advance for a showcase slot, and they come and really support each other. They listen to each other, sing only original music. So it's really a, a solo duet thing where only it's no covers, only original music. And uh, we just had one of them uh, a few weeks ago. And really, you can just hear a pin drop when these guys are, are playing their instruments. It's not like playing in a smoky bar where people are shooting pool and trying to play over you and jamming over your stuff. This is really where everybody be, quiets down and they really listen to the songs, the writing that goes into it. And we even have time at the end of the event where people can uh, network and, and mix and mingle. Uh, in addition to that, we have... a. Uh, we have industry mixers, things like that. We also have rock and roll yoga, which is a rock-inspired yoga that is on the last Sunday of the month. So it's traditional yoga, but mixed with some music uh, moves, uh, some rock-inspired uh, music and yoga techniques. Um, so those are the types of events we have here in our lecture hall, and we're always expanding uh, and doing different kinds of things. In addition to that, we also do music lessons, and as I said earlier, we do have a board-certified music therapist on staff where we do do music therapy for special needs children and we are expanding that to do uh, with veterans in our community as well so when you say uh, music lessons you mean the old standards lessons where you know somebody will come they want to learn an instrument they'll come into the to the, ro- the room so you know just like if somebody was interested in maybe learning you know bass or guitar or that they they just come here then too then yeah, we try to be as, as uh, diverse with our offerings as possible. And, you know, a kid today that is taking a guitar class, for instance, we have an instructor named Danny James who teaches guitar, bass, harmonica, mandolin, anything stringed, you know, Danny can teach you. We also have, uh, we do piano and vocal lessons with uh, our community relations director and dear friend Brenda Radney. And so they come in and, yes, you can do one-on-one music lessons and expand. And those are for children and adults. We have people of all different ages, as I said earlier we have a, a you know 73 year old gentleman uh that comes in and takes ukulele lessons because that's what he wants to do and so we do not uh we 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 cater all the lessons and things we do here to the individual student not everything is super formalized the the person who comes in at 80 and the person who comes in at eight, uh, you know, don't start on the same day one. Uh, you know, if, if that's the starting point for both of them, that's great. But if they have a different agenda and something that they want to do, one person wants to learn classical, one person wants to learn blues. Um, they want to do this to uh, expand their horizons or just make themselves more well-rounded. You know, we cater all of our learning to the individual students. And as they grow with the school, if they take interest, for instance, one child is, is taking guitar lessons, but now he's more 
more now he's starting to get more interested in the building and repair side and the trade side of things. So we have those offerings where you can go from learning an instrument to learning how to repair and build an instrument and even having events where you can then showcase uh, the songs and the things that you've learned. We have it all going on in tandem here at the school. And it seems to me, John, you know, with the big, obviously the big rock stars and Aerosmith and that they have roadies again, which you're, you're training. But it seems to me that, you know, with these local Central Florida bands, it might be beneficial to learn these, these, you know, these techniques, guitar repair, you know, speaker repair, so amp repair, so they can them, themselves do these things. And maybe even on stage, they could, they could do that. Is, is that some along the lines? There? Well, and I would think at the very basic level that that is a, a, a extremely true statement as you know mike i i am in a band called the bloody jug band and we have been successful uh we've been together 11 years and, and are you know globally recognized but we've never had the budget you know even on a tour to have all this tour support you know you know i'm sure that on a major tour like the the motley crew def leopard tour you know they've probably got techs and roadies and people to handle everything you know they probably have a you know somebody just to have a beer roadie and a this roadie you know um but the, you know the a major label tour employs hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people to make these tours work from city to city. But any band, um, just think of every band in Central Florida or in the state or the Southeast or whatever, had somebody within that band that knew basic luthery or guitar repair, these things, even if they did not have the uh, the budget to bring a roadie on, on the road with them, they would have their own internal knowledge on if something broke. And I always liken it to to, uh, you know, like a biker, you know, many people that ride motorcycle, you know, they know some roadside maintenance of their instrument, you know, of their, of their, uh, of their bike. You know, what happens if you're on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere and it breaks down, you know, having somebody, a part of your team doesn't mean that everybody in your band, our, our band, for instance, has seven members. You know, I'm sure not everybody has to be as versed and there's a lot of different uh, instrumentation, but to have somebody on there that knows how to, if, if a pedal goes down, instead of just throwing it away or going and taking, you know, going to the local retail shop and buying another, if they knew basic soldering and basic repair and maintenance and diagnostics, it could help that band uh, get to the next stop. Much like if you had somebody in your band that knew how to uh, fix an engine uh, of your, of a, of a, a van, yeah. you know, uh, you know, if the van breaks down, if, if somebody knew how to change a tire and, uh, you know, and, and fix uh, some basic change of hose, it could very well get you to the next stop on tour. So I find in any band, uh, the more multifaceted and the more complementary, just like a family, you know, you, you want to be complementary to each other and you want to have different skills. So all those skills can band together to make a very functioning band from a small local level to a national level. Oh, wow. So you mentioned, John, about the, the music therapy. And uh, tell us a little bit, you know, you mentioned for special needs for veterans. So, I mean, th this sounds really uh, cool. And so how long are the, the classes and how, how do they work? And where do you find your students or do they come to you? Uh, well, a lot of what we do right now or what we're doing since we just opened in October of 2019 is just getting the word out. And, right. and, and, and it's it's places like you uh, being gracious enough to come to our school and help us get the word out that, that helps that. Um, right now, it's an awareness game for us. Uh, we want to get the word out. We want people to know that our school exists. Obviously, it's a very different thing. And, and uh, the building we took over uh, was a former copy repair place and had been here for 30 years. So we are definitely a new entity in our community we want people to know about. 
about it. When it comes to the music therapy program, we are blessed that many of the students we get come through directly funneled through Medicaid. Um, they are approved by their general practitioner that this uh, could help them, this music therapy, uh, and they are basically passed along to us. So many of the students and, and clients we have here, um, insurance pays 100% of the, uh, the uh, cost of the music therapy program. And so that has really been a great thing to be able to not only have Medicaid and, you know, pay us and pay Melinda, our, our music therapist, be able to help us keep our doors open, but also to pay it forward and have the parents, a lot of that savings gets passed on through their insurance. So that's been a real blessing. Uh, what we want to do with the veterans is just to expand those programs and reach out to veterans organizations and try to do things that might not be one-on-one music therapy, but might be more uh, group sessions, yeah. drum drum circles, different things that we can do to uh, get. So we, we do everything from group sessions to one-on-one when it comes to music therapy. And even something as simple as the the yoga, um, the music, rocket-inspired yoga, we consider a part of music therapy. Anytime you're using music to heal yourself or uh, you know heal, heal the soul in some way, uh, I've feel that it falls under the greater greater uh, category of music therapy and with these veterans organizations uh, if there's any out there or listening to this do they you want them to contact contact you and say hey we're we're interested in doing this or yeah we would love uh again it it could be the vfw it could be wounded warrior it could be anybody and we are making those inroads as well um we just did an event uh this this very week at with the girl scouts where we bought brought in a native american singing and drum group to create a native american uh education and music experience for the girl scouts um in our community so for us i have a background obviously in music but also in community partnerships and uh, community growth and development. So we really want to be, we don't want to just take money from the community. We want to be a good steward of uh, the money and the community at large. And so we want to create opportunities to help those, not just as we said, not just, uh, you know, the youth in our community or the young ladies or, or boys in our community, but also adults that uh, need, need help or could use the healing power of music in their lives as well. Oh, so you have a, you know, we're talking, you know, about uh, veterans, but, you know, also senior citizens. And uh, so you encourage, I'm sure you encourage that it's never too late to learn one of these uh, instruments. And all these instructors are aware if somebody's 90 year, year, years old, they're going to learn a little different. Sure. Uh, like I said, we try to cater all of that, but also sometimes when even in the group setting, um, it, you know, it, it just allows for camaraderie and I th- and, and very uh, primal elements of music that I think bring people together. Uh, I think that you can attest to this, Mike, uh, with your show throughout the years and your love of music, um, you know. Being around music, loving a band and being influenced by them and moved by them, you know, that is a very powerful thing. I've experienced it in my own life being a musician and a, and a lead singer and a front man of a band. But obviously, you know, the healing power of music is just something that comes on the radio and, and, you're, and you're moved by or it's a live performance that you, you see or it's an experience of going and being part of a going down to the beach or going being part of a drum circle and creating a community. And that's ultimately what we need. I think too many people get caught caught up into ego and uh, that musicians and everybody's in competition with each other. We're trying to cultivate from everything from obviously the music therapy to the mixer, the you know, industry mixer events to our songwriter swap me 
to even just the classes we have. We want to breed camaraderie. Um, we want everybody to to land where they want to go and in their own career path. As again, our tagline: create your own path at El Camino School. You're not speaking about we're not speaking about create you know John Thiessen's path. I'm already uh, doing it, and you're creating the Mike Cara path. Yeah. You know, we're all uh, you know stewards of our own destiny, and we just want to be a helping hand. You know, we want to help people find whatever their goal is. We want to help them. Uh, if it means that they wanted to get in uh, tour support and they didn't know how, and we help them come in and, and come into the industry a little bit more trained than they would be, or a little bit more prepared, uh, job readiness, then that's a great thing. If we we help somebody find out that they wanted to be a guitar player and they decided they wanted to be a drummer instead, yeah. or you know, it doesn't matter for us um, where people end up. It's about the path they take to get there, and we want to help them along that path. Yeah, and you you mentioned about about that, uh, John. That somebody might you know think they're you know that this is what they want to do, and then they come to the school and they see that maybe it isn't. It saves a lot of time and, and effort. Huh? Yeah, and that's where even our six week course. You know, we always say that. You know, I, I took uh, I went to five years of college, and I didn't realize I, I didn't really want to do what I uh, had my degree in until I was out of you know college, and I wasted all that time and money. Um, for us, you know, we even had a, a, a mother call us uh, literally this morning, and she wanted to sign her, her son up for the six week course. He was eighteen; he's about to graduate, and he has an interest in our touring uh, guitar tech program. But I said to her, she said, well, but he doesn't know a lot about it. It's something he thinks he wants to do. So I suggested that he took our, came in and took our care and feeding course and learned a little bit more about the program or took one-on-one lessons with John, uh, John Rainey, our, our master luthier and instructor, so he could get a little acclimated. You know, I, I don't want him to find out after he spent $6,000 and six yeah. weeks of his life to find out he didn't want to do that. But also to me, uh, you know, six weeks and $6,000 is much less in comparison to some other, you know, schools, trade programs, you know, right now it costs you, you know, over $10,000 to learn to go to barber school or, you know, or be a massage therapist. That's not to say that every one of those things are not valid. They all are. But having a little bit of uh, ability to come in and test the waters a little bit is a great thing. And we don't want to blindly take anybody's money or blindly lead somebody. Again, we're not trying to lead you down a path. We're trying to help you find the right path for you. So if somebody comes in here and they decide, you know, it really wasn't what I thought it was, or man, I thought building a guitar pedal would be fun. And wow, was a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, minutia than I, I, I was uh, open to. I'd rather have them find that out now. And uh, again, before it's too late, because by the time I was 24 and graduating college, um, it was already it was too late for me to start at the bottom and become an intern. You know, I was already out there needing to make some money. And our goal is to so people can find uh, an industry. Again, there's too many starving musicians out there. We want to have people come out with uh, real skills, real talent where they can go in and, and be part of an industry make money and if they never get to the big show and never get to be the front man maybe they can still be at the big show but be behind the scenes and be part of that support and be part of the maybe they're not fully credited you know they're they're the unsung hero the guys dressed in black you know uh, helping the stage and, and keeping the wheels turning but those are the people that help nowadays get from tour to tour and the uh, buying music on you know is, is a dead thing touring is still the way that everybody's making their money their merch sales their ticket sales and so it is a multi-million dollar industry that we are just trying to be a better steward of helping people get into. 
And these uh, skills, uh, John, are skills that will will stay with, uh, you know, these individuals for a li- lifetime. And it won't necessarily, I don't th- really think music repair could be, I mean, sure, sure, it could be automated. But I mean, a lot of these skills and a lot of these, you know, jobs that you're preparing these students for are, you're going to need a person. You need, hey, I need, I need this string change. Hey, I need this pedal change. You're always going to need that human touch then. I think that uh, that's where most of the stuff we do is still guitar based, drum based, uh, 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 tube amp based. You know, it's just like nowadays I'm a mechanic or I always joke about a TV repairman. You know, the, the job of a TV repairman, which was a very uh, prevalent job when I was you know, growing up, now doesn't exist. Everything is so, you know, it's all made overseas and it's also throwaway that, you know, you buy a TV and it doesn't work a couple years later. You throw it out and you throw it in a landfill and you go buy another one. We're trying, I mean, Many of the things, uh, like a tube amp, we have a guy walked in and it's he has a tube amp from the 70s and it's still able to be repaired and maintained and kept up. It just needs care and maintenance. And so, and that's how it is with guitars and a lot of things. <clears throat> drum kits, I mean, somebody, if they took their care of their drum kit, they should be able to pass their drum kit on, you know, for generations. If you're changing out the heads and, and maintaining it properly. So, we do want to give you trades and knowledge that can help you personally and also help you down the road and, and these things are not going away they're not going to automate uh several years ago gibson uh tried to automate their tuners and put robot you know tuners that tuned the guitar for you and ultimately it was a failed experiment and within a few years they were sending you know real traditional tuners back out and, and switching all that stuff the robot the robots didn't take over the gibson factory you know so you know they i'm sure they will continue to automate certain elements of the touring industry when it makes sense but you know you're not, you're not going to have uh, robot roadies running around, you know, doing things. You might get a, yeah, a, a cable wrapping machine or, you know, I mean, they're always going to find ways to make our lives easier. But I do feel like um, with especially tour support, live music, you know, it's, it's you know, they're not going to replace Steven Tyler for a robot. I mean, I know that they replaced some of these guys that unfortunately passed away and they're replacing them for, you know, holograms. But there is no... Um, you know, it's not you're not going to replace the front man of a band with uh, an automated robot bass player either. So I would think that the tour support and the jobs that we're uh, offering or the things that we're trying to teach are things that will be just as valid. Um, you know, when the, when the zombies take over, you know, you still learning how to set up a guitar will be just as valid as it is today. Okay, John, with that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back for our very last uh, segment. My guest today is John Thiessen, who is from the El Camino School of Music Repair and Technology. You're listening to the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz here at the El Camino School of Music Repair and Technology, 5066 Edgewater Drive in beautiful Orlando, Florida. And please stay with us for our very last segment of this edition of our program today. The Sanford Music Festival returns to the West End Trading Company on Saturday, March 7th, featuring over 30 bands on four stages, vendors, and food trucks. Brought to you by OrlandoBands.com, the local music guild, and the Ladies 327 Supper Club. Tickets are on sale now at SanfordMusicFest.com. It's an all-day event, and it starts at noon. Sponsored by West End Trading Company, Band Bling, the Mike Kara Radio Show, Ron Holland Productions, the Travel Superhero, El Camino School and School of Rock. 
Well, welcome back to our very last segment of this edition of the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz. As today, we're at the El Camino School of Music Repair and Technology uh, at 5066 Edwater Drive in beautiful Orlando, Florida. And with me today is John Thiefson, who is the uh, president and owner of El Camino School of Music Repair and Technology. And John, we've been talking all about the school. And now what I re- want to talk about is where the, the school is exactly located and what kind you know do people travel here i mean can people that are actually on uh, vacation actually take classes or can you tell us a little bit first of all about where you're located uh so we are in as you said beautiful uh, central florida in orlando um we are on the corner of edgewater and lee road uh just a few minutes from i4 and you know uh uh, we've got College Park with the five minutes one direction. We've got Winter Park uh, five minutes the other direction. So we are very centrally located um, in an area that is is, is growing rapidly. Oh. And and as I, I mentioned, can people? I mean, actually, if they're passing through, I mean, can they take like a one day course or three day course or? Yeah, our, our school is open to everybody. We had a family in from Brazil a few weeks ago that uh, they hit us up and they knew when they were in town they needed, they had a Gibson Les Paul they needed to get repaired and they gave us a little notice that they were coming so we could have the right, uh, you know, uh, tools or the, I mean, the right stuff in for them. They needed new tuners and things set up on their guitar. We made sure we had the parts in stock and uh, they came right in and within the day they were, they were out the door. But we hope to, uh, we started in Central Florida. Obviously, Orlando is our home. Uh, it's not only my personal home, it's our band's home, and it's it's where we've done our work and basically built our careers. So we, it was important for us to build the school and, and open the school in Orlando proper. And uh, But we want to be, just like Disney or anywhere else, I've been all over the world and everybody knows about Orlando and Disney and all this stuff. We want to be nationally and globally recognized. Uh, we have to start somewhere. We also, since we do love our, um, our community, we thought even with our touring tech program, it is something we do hope to roll out on a national level, but we wanted to offer it to our, uh, you know, the, the young adults and the people in Central Florida first, obviously to not only test our proof of concept and to refine and, and tighten our own skills of teaching and being able to churn this out and create our own processes, but we also wanted them to have, be the beneficiaries of some of this and to, before, um, you know, people come from Amarillo, Texas, and there's, you know, and we want people to come from all over the world uh, to come to our courses, but um, we wanted to kind of... Uh, roll it out here locally so we could give them the first opportunity to do so. But all of our courses, now the six-week course, obviously if somebody was to come to that, you can, you'd have to figure out your own kind of extended stay hotels or how you were going to be here for six weeks on your own dime. But because we have everything here at the school. The one thing I don't have, I do have cou- comfortable couches, but we're not uh, letting people lodge here, you know, over yeah. the you know, sleep, uh, sleep in the back uh, warehouse, you know, over the course of the six weeks. But a lot of our courses, uh, most of the courses we have, other than the larger six week and eight week courses, they are just one or two day courses. So uh, if somebody was to drive up from South Florida or from, you know, Alabama or from anywhere, you know, there is not a school like this in many, many areas. Areas. So even our ant building class, you know, they only have these types of ant building classes a few places throughout the, the nation. And uh, a lot of the products and a lot of the services we offer are very unique um, to what we do here at the school. As I was telling you earlier, when I was giving you your personal tour, even just the 
uh, cables that we sell in our, uh, our boutique gift shop. They're a German-engineered cable called Sommer Cable, and we're one of only three people in America that sell this cable. One is in L.A., one is in New York, and us humbly uh, El Camino School here in, in, in Orlando. So we want to have things that you can't get anywhere else, and we also want to provide experiences that you can't get anywhere else. Let's face it, you can take music lessons all over any community that you live in, you probably can find somebody to teach you music lessons. And obviously, I'm very uh, proud of our students and our, and our teachers. But I'm not going to say that we're you know the the, the best or or better than you know the person that's been doing it in your own backyard uh, for the last you know however many years. But we do have programs, and we do have some of our trade based programs that you cannot just find in every community. So. I would hope and I would I would think that they would be worth traveling to. And if you had to come and stay in a hotel over the night to take an amp course or a, a guitar building course that you didn't have access to, it would be well worth your time. So uh, all of our events are always on our social media, on our website. And so you can plan around them. And we normally have them posted uh, far enough in advance that you could plan your trip around it. Uh, or as I said, even the six-week course. It launches in June, so you have time now to figure out the logistics and get your plane tickets uh, situated, you know? Okay, John, just a few things before we go here. We want to let everyone know that you actually here at the school have guitar repair av available, actually, for those listeners that uh, maybe aren't ready to repair it themselves. They could get it repaired here by you then. Yes, we do do guitar and amp repair here in the school. And you're right, that is a service we offer. It, we, we've talked a lot about, you know, learning to do this yourself. But we also, since all of our instructors are masters of their own craft, um, for us to help keep the lights on and keep you know, instruments in, in, you know, going. We do uh, have in, <laughs> excuse me, in-house guitar and amp repair. Um, you can come and drop your instrument off. And the neat thing is most of, uh, specifically our guitar repair uh, tech, John Rainey, who is also one of our instructors, he loves to talk and he loves to get people, uh, obviously, as I said, he's an instructor. He loves to pass this knowledge on. So many people who walked in uh, just to get their guitar set up and did a restring, by the time they walked out, they were, you know, helping repair their own instrument. They learned a lot more than they walked in when they walked out. So um, we want to help people get the knowledge they want. But again, if you just want to come in, you broke your headstock or you did some drastic thing to your guitar or you don't know why it's not working right, come to us. We will help you figure it out and we will charge you a very reasonable, fair rate um, to help you get back uh, on the road or help your gear get back on the road. Great. And as, as you mentioned, you have a, a, a kind of a gift gift shop there and uh, you sell, you know, strings and you sell, uh, you know, some, some guitars. And uh, so so that that's pretty cool. Can you tell us more about that? Uh, we have a boutique gift shop where we do sell uh, guitars and amplifiers from local luthiers and manufacturers. We also have exclusive deals with companies like DR Strings, which is a made-in-America uh, string that uh, has become a great partner of ours. Uh, as I said, the Sommer Cable is a German-engineered cable, uh, number one selling cable in Europe, but it is something that we uh, have a harder time getting over here in the United States. Um, but we also uh, have you know, craftsmen. We have uh, a, a gentleman who came to me the other day that he's making custom wood pedal boards and uh, we're going to start showcasing those and selling those exclusively in our shop so we really want to uh, spotlight you know there's a lot of uh, large music retailers in our community and everybody's community and there's nothing wrong with them and they have millions of 
uh, items and, and millions of dollars of inventory. For us, uh, we are a small shop, but we like to work with people that um, are also very community focused. They're artisans and they have something to offer that's different than what you could go get at, at a normal, you know, Sam Ash Guitar Center or what name you. It's it's uh, something uh, we want to make a, a destination and a reason for people to come to El Camino School is is uh, to find something different, even in our shop. Obviously, the school itself is uh, based around that. But even when you come to our shop, you will find items that you're not going to find at every retail shop uh, around the uh, country. Okay, John Owen, before we go, so now we want to talk about if somebody is interested in taking one of your courses, how do they go about it? Can they just sign up at the website? Should they come come in? Should they call or... If somebody lives locally and they have the time and they uh, live close enough where they can take a tour, I love uh, my our entire staff loves to give tours. I think that even when you watch, uh, we do have a kind of a tour video online, but I, I do think that coming and getting to talk to us in person and taking a tour is always beneficial to know what you're getting into. Um, but yes, if you go to our website, which is ElCaminoSchool.com, um, we do have a list of all of our classes. We also have a calendar of events. So uh, things like like the yoga and the swap meet and the industry parties, those are all listed on there. You can find more information uh, on the website. You can also sign up on the website for the courses or call us and we can take, uh, you know, payments and down payments. Uh, normally we take about a 50% deposit for most of our courses to reserve your slot. As we said, uh, all of our courses are limited to eight people, so they do fill up and they are limited. So once those eight slots are gone, uh, you could be on the waiting list for the next class. But, you know, if the guitar class or the care and feeding class fills up, you know, we want to maintain that intimate environment. So it is a first come first serve basis. But uh, we, we also are on the interweb, you know, out there on Instagram and Facebook, um, both at El Camino School USA and uh Again, you can find us, uh, I'm sure at this point, we've created enough buzz and generated enough uh, goodwill out there that if you searched for us at El Camino School um, in Orlando, you you will get uh, quite a lot of knowledge and access and different kinds of events and information that you're looking for. And finally, John, since we've been airing the Sanford Music Festival a promo, we just aired it during this show, uh, too, uh, we want to let everyone know that both... Mike Kara Media Group and El Camino School will be there as sponsors, so that's pretty uh, cool. That uh, that that you so that El Camino School will have a booth, so anybody coming could stop by your booth. Then, huh? Yeah, we are the same day as the uh, Sanford Music Festival. We are having an open house here oh, at the school okay. uh, from two to four. We're having an open house here, but we, uh, I, I believe, you and I will both be in Sanford, yeah. um, uh, uh, manning our booth over there. And again, it was an opportunity. For for us um, where we could sponsor and be a partner with Orlando bands and the local music guild and uh, the Sanford Music Festival. It was a great way for us to help get our name out there. And so we will be there uh, all day uh, on Saturday, March 7th to shake hands, give information. We will have examples of the guitar, the amp and pedal uh, uh, things that you build, the kits that we build in in the uh, classroom. And we just want to get the word out. And this is an event that is put on by people who care about music in the community. Community, and that's where we want to be. We want to be out there in the community, meeting people, shaking hands, and getting the awareness out there. Okay. Any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to mention here, John? 
No, Mike, I just appreciate you coming to the school. I know that you've got your own uh, home base, but uh, the fact that I was able to convince you to come to our four walls over here, I think is a blessing. Uh, it's a testament to positive thinking. And, you know, uh, you uh, being here, I think, gave you a greater understanding of what we're trying to do. And I think that, uh, you know, it was it's shows like yours where you had said uh, that about seven years ago uh, that I was on your show promoting uh, the Bloody Jug Band. You've been doing this for a very long time um it's it's shows like yours uh you know it's great to have you know uh, terrestrial radio and these type of things but it's shows like yours that every week are putting out uh content and to help uh, spread awareness for local businesses and and, and specifically the, for our benefit the music industry you are putting a spotlight on these things and you are helping strengthen our community so i just want to thank you for coming here to interview us and helping us get the word out because it's people like you uh that if we had armies of people like you the world would be a lot better place to live in okay thank you john my guest has been john uh, feeson who is the president owner of the el camino school of music repair and technology you've been listening to the mike carroll radio show the central florida buzz here at the el camino school of music repair and technology 5066 edgewater drive in beautiful orlando florida and please catch us again next time You've been listening to the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Kara, the podcast for Central Floridians who want to be in the know what's happening in Orange Lake, Osceola, and Seminole Counties. Sponsored by the Central Florida Home Brewers, the premier craft and home brew club. Learn to brew beer, kombucha, mead, and make wine by visiting www.cfhb.org. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you back here next week.